2: Welcome to Curious Conversations with Tully and Sarah. We sit down and chat with business owners, entrepreneurs, and some of the best conversation starters. This is a podcast about real-life lessons and people doing cool shit. Happy Wednesday. Tully, happy Wednesday. How are you? I'm good. Welcome to another episode of Curious Conversations. We had a week off last week because our editor, Matt... He lives in northern New South Wales. Hi, Matt. And
3: we don't really have um, internet reception. No. So So, shout out to everyone who was affected in Queensland and northern New South Wales. Yeah, it's um,
2: such a tragic, tragic event and... um, there's yeah. been a
3: couple of weeks there where the world's just been a heavy place, like the floods, war broke out. It's crazy. And so we record the, po- well, we've been recording the prod-
2: podcast quite a few weeks in advance. So we haven't really had to jump on and update anything. But, um, you know, our thoughts are with everyone who has been affected from the floods because it is
3: really bad. And yeah, hopefully we can get up there soon to help. It's been hard. We have been sending some old Tully Loose stock and supplies up to
2: Chantelle. Yes. So Chantelle Delaney, she lives in a coastal town up there and she was lucky her house didn't get flooded. She's, um, she told me her house was like surrounded by sand. Yeah. So um, their house wasn't flooded, but she's told me some absolutely tragic stories. Like, I mean, everyone's been watching the news or read about it, but literally people have lost absolutely fucking everything. Um, you know, people don't even have underwear to their name. So um, you could imagine like I think about it and I'm like, whoa, like you literally have the clothes you're wearing that day. It's it's really wild and, yeah. And most people's houses theoretically probably have to
3: be knocked down. Yeah,
2: not livable. Like yeah. there's mould and I think Matt also, I saw Matt write that, you know, the mud's very toxic so it's obviously not good for your health um, but it's absolutely insane and hopefully there's more that we can do in the next month or so. 100%
3: agree. Any happy news to give to me?
2: Happy news? What's some happy news? Um, not really. Just been like cruising, just working, cruising. I feel like the weeks, weeks just go so slow. We, um, yeah, I don't know,
3: so slow. Oh, I think it's been going quick. Like, no, I didn't mean so. I meant fast. Sorry, <laughs> I meant fast. Business, like we've been slammed with both Tully Lou and a new startup we're doing. So I feel, I, know. I feel that's going really quick and next minute's going to be April. I
2: know. I feel like I've been, and I think I said this a couple of weeks ago. It's like, I'm, I, yeah, taking on, I'm actually, I don't think I've told you this. I'm taking on another like role with a girl who needs help with social media. So I really need to sit down and like navigate my weeks. I, I already do that, but I think now I have to like sit down and really do it properly because I'm doing a lot at the moment. Burnout, that's all I can say. I'm not burnout. I thrive off being busy, but I just really need to allocate hours and blocks to each thing that I'm doing. Definitely do. Yeah, I do. But we had a really interesting podcast episode um, that we're sharing with you guys today. So if you guys remember, we had Dave at the Medium on for the second time probably a couple of months ago now. Yep. And my stupid dumb idea was to go, I think it was the prison, I think we originally said, in Coburg, wasn't it?
3: Pentridge
2: no, no, it was Larundel. No, I had in my head it was Pentridge because I told my mum and dad cuz that that's in- apartments. Well, I thought we well, were going out there cuz you all said it was in Coburg and that's why I thought. So I didn't know it was the place that we actually went to last night. And so we went and did a live podcast with Dave the medium at Larundel. What was it called? Mental Asylum. Yes, that's right. Um, and so Sarah has been crazy Googling stuff about it for the last couple of days. I refused to because I didn't want to know anything because I think if I had have known what you told me when we got there, I probably wouldn't have gone.
3: Yeah, I jumped right in. Nah. Even I was watching paranormal activity um, shows on Foxtel. Like they were ghost ha- hunting in mental asylums. Sorry, can
2: I just say something before you get into
3: this? I don't understand. You're terrified of horror
2: movies, but you watch that shit. It, does, it doesn't does make any sense. It was for the podcast. Yeah, but it still doesn't make any sense. Why were you not, like, you don't watch horror movies, but you sat down and watched that and then went to this place yesterday. Because I don't get it. Because I jotted down questions that I was asking David. I know, but I just, it doesn't make any sense to me. I'm like, how can you be terrified of watching I threw like, myself into work. Oh, no, nah, I can't. I can't. It was your idea to do this. I know, I know. And it was, Rudy, I honestly thought you and Dave wouldn't be into it. That's why I was like, fuck.
3: Anyway, go. Uh, I threw myself into it, Learned so much about paranormal activity, ghosts, and the site that was Lurundle Mental Asylum, which I do spit out some facts about at in our opening live when we were there. But basically it was built in, I think off the top of my head now, 1937 or 38, pre-war to be a mental asylum. And then war broke out. So it um, housed many People from the war and families displaced from the war and then became a mental facility in 1953. And doing all my research about this uh facility, it it's one of the most haunted places in Australia. Mm. And it's renowned for paranormal activity. You've heard of a lot of mythical stories of even people going there and At the end of this episode, we have our mate Christian who speaks of his experience of going there. But it is such a wild place and even though it's not on the official records of the hospital, it's um, said to have performed lobotomies on Mm -hmm. people, which is opening up their brains and um, manipulating certain aspects of the brain to what they thought would do make them normal again. People Wait, do they do that when they're alive? Yeah, when they're awake. Oh, because like that show. Yes. Oh, that's fucked. So they do that and uh, they did hydroshock mm. therapy, electroshock therapy. They housed children. They housed… So anorexic people. Yeah. Yep. They ha- housed uh, women experiencing postpartum um, psychosis and… It was such an eerie Eerie place. place. And
2: I think you mentioned last night too on the podcast it closed in 1999. Yeah, which isn't that long ago. It's not that long ago when you think about it. It's like, wow, we were alive and like kicking. It was – so we rocked up there yesterday and you'll hear it in the audio because I did record when we were going in explaining what we were doing, but it's a demolished – the location is demolished. There's still a
3: facade. There's still some rooms that are – I'd probably say there was only two, only those two, wouldn't you? Yeah, yeah. Um, that are still fully intact. And so, being the ghost hunters, David and I are we we put ourselves in those dark rooms. I
2: couldn't. We again, you'll hear it in the audio, but we walked around for a little bit, and it was still it was dusk. It wasn't dark yet. I think we got there at like seven fifteen or something. Um, and Dave mentions he needs to kind of go in an enclosed area to kind of feel stuff. And then that's when Dave went in. I, I was like, no, thank you. I could not. I was actually terrified. You, I was no chance I was going into that room. I, I I don't know why not. I told you I'm scared of death. I'm scared of ghosts. I'm scared of all that stuff. I'm not comfortable as what you are or obviously Dave. I just It scares the shit out of me and I'd rather not put myself in that situation. And like I said to you guys, I've said it numerous times in this recording and, again, we might be repeating ourselves because I can't remember what we said last night but i had goosebumps in my, on my whole entire body and my chest was like tight like i was going to have a panic attack and i think i, I think i felt that cuz i was
3: scared i couldn't how two questions how do you go see a medium or clairvoyant then that doesn't bother me cuz it's people that i
2: know that have passed I, hearing all those stories about
3: lobotomies and all
2: young that, girls that scares the shit out of me that's i like i'm like this place could tell some stories and like trauma it just scares the have shit out of me. Have you ever, have you personally
3: ever experienced a ghost? No. Never? No.
2: Never in my life. That's why, that's why I think maybe if I experienced like a friendly ghost or if it was a relative, maybe I wouldn't be scared, but I've never experienced anything. I feel Not even things,
3: a, electricity? Flipping. No,
2: but when we had David on, I said I felt like things touched my head. Yeah. And that where he was saying that that was my auntie, but that doesn't scare me. But I've not seen anything.
3: I, even today, I was sitting here in my office at home and all my doors are opening and this door to my right was closed and someone, a dark figure, walked past to the extent that I got up and walked around the house to see if yeah, someone no, had walked past. Yeah, nothing's ever
2: happened like that.
3: I've had, I remember. Has anyone lived in this house before, your no, family? No, we built it. Okay. But my, there's been a couple of people experience. Yeah, see nah, so the thing that
2: Sarah's, I mean, not Sarah.
3: Our friend Hayley's told us that scares the shit out of me. And my auntie who dabbles in a bit of clairvoyance, she's experienced a spirit here.
2: Yeah. So I just like, yeah, like I said, it just all scares me. So that's why I couldn't go into that room. I left Dave and Sarah hoping that they would come out because I was like, if they don't come out, there's no fucking way I'm going in to get them. Um, I went and sat in the car. I just can't. And when I started getting that tight feeling in my chest, I've been known to have like anxiety and panic attacks and I could feel that was what was happening.
3: And I was like, I can't. I want to actually hear from anyone who does listen to this mm-hmm. what they've experienced of ghost stories because I love this stuff. Now, when our friend Christian was messaging me last night about his experience, I was like, oh, my God, no mm. way. Yeah, nah. And growing up, one of my favourite segments on the radio show was Tingly Thursday. Nah, nah. Where people would phone up nah. and tell their ghost stories. nah.
2: Does not interest me at all. Like, I'll listen to your story, but it doesn't fascinate me. I'm like, I'd rather not know.
3: So, this is our one and only ghost hunting yeah, adventure, I'm with David. Yeah, absolutely
2: not going. Uh, that, you know what? If we had have gone in there when it was like at, our friend Christian who came on, he spoke about how he went in when it was like fully intact. I would, well, not fully intact, it was deserted, but it was still a building, like a shell of a building. There's rooms, everything. He talks about it. There's no way in hell I would have stepped one foot in that place. The fact that it was demolished yesterday and was like dirt, bricks, it was like bulldozers, like because they're currently, I think they're building apartments. I don't know what they're building on it. No way I'd live on there. That was fine. Anything enclosed, nah, 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 nah. What
3: would you ever do if a ghost does, like, come up to you?
2: Well, I just don't think I don't think one will. I'm 33, no, nothing's come up to me. Do you never, like, even the night before. I've been to
3: Port Arthur, nothing. The night before last, I felt a bit uneasy before going to bed. I was like, oh, nah. something's not right. And my mum's always told me, if you feel uneasy and you feel like something's around you, there probably is. Just say, tell them you're making me mm. feel really uneasy. Like, can you please leave me alone?
2: Maybe I'm not open to it and maybe that's why. Wow. Like I believe in them but I just like, I don't know. Like I believe there's ghosts. Like I've there's too much weird shit to happen that it's not true. Like people can't be making all this shit up. Yeah. So I believe there's but maybe I'm just not open to it. But I, I definitely felt something yesterday. Like those goosebumps, it was not cold. Like my whole body. Oh, it was 23
3: degrees when we were there.
2: and I was wearing a leather jacket and I think it was not cold. Yeah. My whole body got goosebumps. Maybe that was, I don't know. But I just felt so like, I was like, Oh, like, and I could feel my goosebumps through my leggings.
3: I think this is something we have to do again for you to get over your fear.
2: Nah, nah, nah. I just think I'm not open to it.
3: David the Medium said a a beautiful quote last night when we were there to Tully. And he was like, on the other side of fear is freedom.
2: Nah, I don't need to be free. I'm fine.
3: Anyway, we should probably get
2: into this episode because it's like a bit like crazy. It jumps a lot. So like, I don't know how Matt's going to edit this, but... Because there was three sets of audio and we're obviously walking around for a little bit. And then, it, so it might be a little bit jumpy, but you guys have to wait for the actual audio when Sarah and Dave were in the room because
3: it's pretty scary. It's it, it was full on, I have to say. And I thoroughly enjoyed doing live podcasts. So if you guys want us to do more live podcasts, probably
2: not with ghosts. No, but I feel like if we do it again, we have to be a bit more professional because it was very scattered. But um, yeah, we hope you guys enjoy and yeah. Please tell us your
3: ghost stories too. <laughs> Ciao. So I can't pronounce this place. What is it
2: called?
3: Lorundle, I think. Lorundle,
2: yeah. Lorundle. And uh,
3: what is it, asylum? It was an ex-mental asylum facility. Well, it was built for that, mm-hmm. but in my research, it started being built in, I think it was 1938, but then because of World War Two. It got transformed into housing um, soldiers and then families that were displaced because of the war and wasn't actually a mental asylum until 1953, where it housed up to 750 patients at a time. I'm glad you did your research.
2: <laughs> Guys, I just got goosebumps. Did you really? And it's, not cold. Yeah, it's not cold. Is that a sign? <laughs> something?
0: Spiritual alignment.
3: Dave, do you, like, in honesty, do you feel anything yet? Not yet. Okay. I was listening to another podcast today about abandoned sites and people demolishing places that were haunted. Yeah. And they were I think it might have been this one actually that they, there was actually a grave site. And In the here. yeah. And the um tradies were kind of just dismissed oh, it. Me. Sorry, that was birds. <laughs> Sorry. But there is a I, – I haven't told David or Tully this story because I was the one doing all the research for this. Apparently on the the, the third floor of this facility there's a ghost myth story of a young girl who passed away here and her music box plays. And there's YouTube videos of people coming to this site and then in the background you can hear the music box playing.
0: Mm-hmm. Wow.
2: Oh, my God. What? I just keep seeing things. I thought that orange thing over there was a person sitting
3: on the chair. <laughs> I actually not even... I'm just, like, on high... Did you see that? Watching, watching another paranormal show, preparing myself for what we're getting into last night. Dave, is it true that when you speak, like, are doing these ghost tours, that you might not see or hear them, but... They can you can h- pick them up in audio recordings?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Like a lot of uh, ghostly recordings that have been captured have been in hindsight. So sometimes voices can even appear on audio that you wouldn't hear with the naked eye. No or the naked way. ear. But then afterwards it's really quite loud and pronounced.
2: Isn't that wild? There's even like the vents and stuff still here. Yeah.
3: So what we're looking at now is I think like the frontage of the facility which was all separate rooms that's graffitied. Like you can see something about demons graffitied up there. Um, but I don't know. It's kind of eerie when you look into the you, dark. I
2: tell you this much, I'm kind of glad it's demolished. I would not be walking through here it was like a proper fucking
3: building. <laughs> no, what, what's something we have, like, I, I also Googled top th- 10 things to do on ghost tours. You, do we have to sit down somewhere and then ask the spirits, like, to come in? Or is there some kind of, like, kind sacred prayer that we do?
0: Not necessarily a sacred prayer for me, but I'm thinking if we can get ourselves into an actual room. You think go safe? down there? There's like a little thing in
3: there. Well, maybe
0: no,
2: like...
3: no way, not in
0: there. <laughs> <laughs> Everything yeah, just falls yeah, away. Do you yeah.
3: Why is it that with these old haunted places, say like hospitals and mental facilities and jails, that spirits decide not to leave?
0: Because spirit energy does attach to everything so even if I'm to put my hand down on a wall under the certain lighting conditions if I raise my hand you'll still see the imprint of my hand because I leave my energy behind so a lot of sort of when we're enveloped by sadness or grief or really dark emotions, yeah. that energy is a lot heavier, so it attaches to things a lot heavier. Wow. So instead of, like, a child's playground, like, no-one's going to hang around there, but mm-hmm. when you're, you know, got mental health issues, when you're traumatised, when you're suffering from grief, all of that, and then you cross over, your energy really gets trapped in the environment. So that's why, yeah, hospitals, mental health asylums, prisons, all suffer things that are known to be hauntings,
3: mm.
0: not necessarily. Even
3: if they didn't pass away here, if it was somewhere that was sad for these people that were housed here, this place didn't close until 1999. Oh, wow. Wait, did it not? No, so it's like... Oh, guys, I, the, I, I don't know, but I just feel, like, real shivery. And yeah. I'm not cold. It's not cold. Well, that's one sign that a ghost is around ah. is the temperature drop. It's,
0: it's a compounding of energy as well, so... You know, even if you don't die there, your sadness still gets
3: stored. Stored here. Yeah. It's right. uber
2: sensitive to emotion. Yeah. yeah. And pass will be. Am. Yeah,
0: exactly. Empaths will be more attached to because it.
2: Because I literally, I'm not even exaggerating because it's not cold. I have goosebumps all on my legs.
0: Yeah. You can um,
2: feel them
0: through my leggings. So, yeah, it will attach itself. And then, especially when people die here, that energy is compounded once again.
3: Should we. Pull up a seat and just see what happens. There's no seat. The, like on a brick or something. I'm glad
0: I wore my good shoes. <laughs> I know,
3: I <gasps> wore my knife when
0: I didn't. Uh, I kind of want to get up there. Like, I want to go in there. No, don't
2: get up there. I feel like it might
0: fall. Yeah, that's the thing. It doesn't Now it's been it demolished. It doesn't look stable. It's it's stable. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I was saying to Tyler. It's... Kind
3: <laughs> Don't leave me.
0: It's kind of like a Tupperware container. Like, once the lid's taken off, the energy can be set free in some way. Oh, wow, really? So, that's why when it's now it's been demolished, it can really sort of be a different environment. That's a really creepy room. I don't like this.
3: You don't like the look of this room? I think there used to be like a morgue here. I'm not going to lie. So, this could probably be that.
2: Guys, I'm just going to wait out this bit
3: here. How do we know if I'm spirits are present
0: i mean if they're here this is going to be the place
3: <laughs> like I, i'm i'm just for i'm just like we, oh my god wait, guys, david me. and i are walking through no, this room no, wait, don't leave me. <laughs> and david's got a torch and i have no oh my god it's so dark and a little bit scary David's exploring. Guys, I really don't think it's safe,
2: though.
0: I can't. I can't. It's nice to find an actual room.
3: I wonder what that was. No, I'm, I'm just going <laughs> <today. laughs> backing out. What are you... Um, are you feeling anything, Dave? I'm not feeling all right. Like, I think...
0: It, it, It's definitely like an anxiety feeling. Yeah. So in some ways...
3: That makes sense. Yeah, it
0: definitely makes sense. Like, I think in some aspects, you can definitely pick up on some of the energies here. Yep. It doesn't feel haunted, haunted. But then again, because the building's been demolished, energy has been sort of freed in some aspects.
3: But then how with some places, say people that live on old sites like this and jails, that do spirits not leave?
0: Because they will sort of attach themselves to environments again, but this is an open Tupperware container at the same time. Yeah. they build houses on here. There's no way I'd want to live on here. Why, no
3: why is that? Because the energy they...
0: was still... Is that security? No. He's looking at us.
3: Okay. I'm just sitting down. You
0: have to get out. No, he's all right. He's driving on. Um, so once you create an environment again where energy can be stored, like with a closed Tupperware lid container, mm. then it can multiply again. So I don't doubt that the land itself would still... <laughs>
3: Tell <laughs> sit down.
0: Still hold on to so. things. But right now, it's big, it's a lot more sort of open. It's got a creepy vibe to it. It, it does, it
2: Like, I do not feel good here.
3: Yeah. What are you feeling?
2: Like, I told you, I have goosebumps and I just feel scared. Like, I know I was going to be scared anyway, but I just don't have a nice feeling. Like, when you guys just went in that room, I was like, there's absolutely no way I'm going in there.
3: <laughs> With spirits... I was just listening to a story of a spirit attaching to someone. So us being here, can spirits attach to you? No, no.
0: I put up a barrier on us before we came in.
3: Oh, what's yeah. that? What? I'm also going to stage myself when I go home. Yeah. What is? What did you do before so, we came here?
0: We especially as a psychic medium, like I definitely set boundaries for for any reading when I go into. So. Before I came in here, you just sort of imagined us covered in sort of like an egg-shaped white light. And yeah. it just means that nothing can attach or nothing can sort of hold on. Because mm-hmm. it's like a force field or a barrier that kind of just stops it. So you're setting the intention of a spirit right before you even deal with them. Okay. Um, Wait, do you guys hear that?
2: That's a person. Yeah, That's a person.
0: person. Wouldn't it be great if, like, my the bobcats just automatically turned oh. on or something like that?
3: Can we ask the spirit if, like, how I was saying before, they can pick up on audio... And a question, do you think if someone is here and we ask questions to make themselves known that... No. Yeah. i am taking you're doing the lead on this one, Dave. I just
0: instinctively feel the need to go higher, but I don't think we can.
3: No, I... Because yeah. it's a I don't think it's, it's safe. safe. I don't think it's yeah, safe. it's just yeah. not safe. Like. I reckon maybe let's walk over that way. she's coming through the cover. I love it. Say that this room is the last, like, intact room. If there were any spirits here, would that be somewhere they would go for safekeeping?
0: It would definitely be the most likely area that Spirit Energy could hold onto, given that it is a full room and it is still part of the complex. Uh, by the looks of it, I don't think any inmates or staff or anything would have ever been down here, but... Because it's a complete room, it's the possibility that there can be energy stored.
3: And you're only going to hear David and I because Tully has gone back to the car, so <laughs> let's see what happens. Do you have your phone light? Tully's probably in her car doing a TikTok saying she did this, but this is evidence that she didn't. <laughs> Well, wow, what's what's painted on the door, Dave? Come back to the door. Just graffiti, okay. Now we're in the completely dark room. Okay. There's, like, vents, fans. I'm just following Dave, trying to be... Oh, God. There's, like, another room in there. I'm the be careful. There's like another secret room Dave's found in this other room. I'm a little bit nervous, to be honest. The of the do we, do we um ask if the spirit's present? Pardon? Let's just. Let's just pull up a seat and see if anything. What do we say to them? Like, is anyone here?
0: So, first of all, identify yourself. So, my name is David, and this is my friend Sarah. First and foremost, we do not give you permission to attach yourselves to us. However, we are friendly, we come in peace and we want to cause you no harm. If you are here, we give you the permission to show yourselves to us and allow you to allow us to feel your energy or to make your presence clear via noise, sound or touch. You're cool
3: with touch? I'm cool with touch? <laughs> yes. How will I know if someone's touching me? I think you'll feel it. Oh, my God, did you hear that? I did hear that, actually. It was like a gate opened and closed, but there's no gates here. Yeah. I wonder if they can come through on audio.
0: So if there is any energy that can hear our voice that used to be part of the lorundle Mental Asylum, we give you permission to make yourself clear to us. seriousness it feels like something's right behind my right shoulder
3: really oh my god your right shoulder's right next to me yeah
0: you have permission to make noise on our audio that we are happy to listen back to later or you can make your presence known to us now as you know we come in peace we mean you no harm
3: no shit i kind of feel like someone's touching my lower left shin
0: I've got lower
3: left. I've got lower right. Which is right next to your, your lower left. My right?
0: fuck me. Mm, the on my
3: hands now. It's like they got their hand on this. Oh, I've got tingles there. Yeah. <sighs> what else can they do?
0: If you can hear us and you want to make your presence known to us. I want you to make a noise within this room. You can bang something, you can drop something. But I give you permission to do that now.
3: Can you pick up on what kind of, if it's male or female? Female,
0: yeah, males come forward on my right hand side. What's that? Males come forward on my right
3: hand side. So it is male? Yeah, I reckon. Yeah, if that's what I thought it was. And I didn't yeah. want to say anything in case I was. <laughs>
0: Very soon, this site will no longer be the facility that you may have lived in or been a part of. So if you want to make your presence clear, now is the time to do that.
3: Do spirits know that they can communicate with you?
0: Yeah, they'll be watching. They know we're here. that was know anyway.
3: Obviously, you're more open than I am.
0: <laughs> yeah, but they probably won't talk to me directly um, because I don't know them or they have no reason to get into my head, probably because I block them, to be fair. Oh, really? But they can. They've got permission to talk on our audio or they can make noise within the space that we're in.
3: No shit, like, someone some look right. like it just looked like you looked like someone took over you. Yeah,
0: like, literally went inside
3: y- back. Yeah. Oh, my
0: God. If anyone who may used to have lived in New South Wales or Sydney is present... can make your presence clear now. Now's not the time to be shy. (laughs) If you are here and you want to make your presence clear to us, let us know. Because Sarah and I may be the last people you may be able to talk to.
3: I kind of know shit. just saw something move in the corner of my right eye, like out there. Like they were watching us from in... that That room room watching Mm. us it was do you know when something just catches your eye i felt like he was like here just watching us in here like that oh and i just got the big tingles here
0: As we mentioned, Sarah and I will maybe be the last people you'll have the opportunity to talk to while this site is still in the form that it's in. So if you'd like to make your presence clear to us, now's not the time to be watching.
3: I want to know what he he did here. I feel like he worked here.
0: Workers usually wouldn't stay on
3: there. Really? Yeah.
0: Because it's not their space necessarily there. Unless they died at work. Pe- I just keep wanting to say the name of Peter. Peter? Well, I have no idea why.
3: Is your name Peter?
0: Peter, if it is you, if I have got your name correctly, then I want you to make your presence clear.
3: Did you hear that noise? It's
0: eye. You'll need to be a bit more clear than that. There's plenty of things you can move. There's plenty of debris around us that you can knock.
3: I feel dizzy. I feel queasy. Mm. I think that's just nerves. What's the nerve? that dark shadow there, above. Oh no, just charcoal.
0: I know this was not have been your rooms, but it's the only room here that we can enter into. And I know that your energy can get down here.
3: spirit sometimes not want to be known.
0: I guess it's even for them. It can sometimes be like a privacy thing. Oh,
3: yeah. Like, <laughs> like sometimes when I want to be antisocial. Yeah, I exactly. don't want, yeah.
0: Probably look at us and be like, who the fuck are these like, two?
3: Peter, was it you touching us before?
0: I definitely feel like someone did get in between our legs.
3: Yeah, that's what I felt. Like, someone, like, go
0: mm. kind of up like that. Yeah, kind of like that tingly feeling. Yeah. Like.
3: Not bad for our first ghost. Is there anything else you can do, Peter?
0: Because very soon Sarah and I will leave and you won't be able to join us. So if you want to make your presence clear, now is the time.
3: I'm not shitting you, but is that metal thing in the middle to it moving? What? That metal thing there moving? Is it? I and you can tell. see the shadow moving of it?
0: The thing hanging on the roof?
3: Yeah, yeah hanging down? With the tag? Yeah, I don't
0: think so.
3: just gone to leave me Probably to watch, <laughs> no, no, I'll be brave maybe Pete might make himself known on the audio now it's dark and Dave's gone Matt our editor is going to have a fun time listening to this to <laughs> see if there's anything
0: listen up closely Matt Do you want to make your presence clear? Now is the time. Cockatoos want to say hello.
3: A weird place with these chain things up on the wall. The what? Like these chain things? Oh, well, Jesus! Sorry, I kept shining the torch. Oh, my God. (laughs) What the fuck was that? I think Pete just made himself known.
0: Fuck, well, we have our backs turned. You heard that. That You you heard that. Yeah, that was pretty fucking loud.
3: Wow. Nice to meet you.
0: (laughs) Thank you for making your presence clear. If that was you...
3: My heart is pounding. Oh, I know. Right as we had our backs turned. Do you want us to turn our backs again, and so you can make another noise?
0: Okay, we're going to turn our backs again. If you'd like to make your presence clear, let us know. Did you hear that footstep? I know. I literally fucking thought I heard a footstep as well. Oh,
3: yeah, I heard a footstep. Oh my god. way. Yeah. Hi.
0: Sarah and I are excited. That you would make your presence clear to us and thank you for taking the time.
3: I'm tingling all I know, over. My
0: body's going
3: like. I feel like I'm electric. <sighs> so you sound like you've got a big feet by that footstep.
0: You're a tall man, Peter. Apologies if I'm getting your name wrong, but you need to make it more clear if that's not it.
3: Funny that you think he's. I thought I saw him before through that door, yeah, and then he's yeah. moving. Oh,
0: shivers down my back. Here, oh my God! Tully would have lost his shit. Mm. <laughs> 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 I just went into shock. I'm like...
3: if you are still here, can you communicate with David somehow?
0: Sarah and I were excited by that noise. It just caught us by surprise. So don't feel like you can't do that again because we give you permission to make noise like that again.
3: I'll even turn my back again.
0: Maybe they made you face the wall when you had to be in your cell. Us facing the wall, don't they? Yeah, I reckon. If you want, I'll even turn my torch off for a second. You don't have permission to scare us, but you definitely have permission to make your presence clear to us. Yes.
3: Yeah, it's like something just closed
0: there. <gasps> well, that one was a car door, but the one before didn't sound like a car door. That one had no explanation. And we turned our backs and something yeah. goes like... Pfft. Yeah. didn't here. I thought I would have fucking run
3: <laughs> I wonder if there's anything they want to say or do before we leave
0: Because very soon Sarah and I do need to leave and you, you won't be able to come with us or leave this space So if you want to make your presence clear Well as you did before, perhaps. Now is the time. Don't worry about the cars outside. Don't worry about any external noise. I understand that this is your area. That has since been demolished in a lot of ways. This room can still be your sanctuary or your space. Foot.
3: Tingling still? Yeah. It is an odd feeling that I feel like someone's watching us. Mm. Sorry, I keep showing the torch in your face.
0: Mm. I don't know whether it's just like my mind, but I definitely don't feel like it's just us. Mm. And that fucking noise before oh, was like a footstep. Yes, it even sounded like something dropping. Like it was, even that, when we turned our backs and suddenly that noise happened right yeah. behind us, I was like, oh, fuck. I didn't feel scared by it, but it was just very unusual.
3: We'll have to replay it back on the audio. Yeah. I definitely feel like someone's watching us. Yeah. And maybe, I don't know, I don't, I'm, I'm not psychic or intuitive, but I feel like they might be a more scared of us than we are of them absolutely.
0: Especially those that were in mental asylums, like they don't have, they're not like prison energy. Yeah. Like they're vulnerable. So by intruders or strangers coming into their space, they're not going to be cocky like Christmas Mm. would be for example. They would be a bit scared sometimes.
3: Hi, Spirit. It was nice to meet
0: you. You didn't hear that, did you?
3: No, what happened?
0: Um, Probably, maybe it was just me, I don't know. It sounded like a bang.
3: (laughs) I heard a bang, but I thought it was just like, I thought it might have been your footsteps.
0: Yeah, no, I was, standing. Oh.
3: And do you know what the funny thing was, I was like, no, don't stop recording because something's going to happen. Did you stop recording? No.
0: Oh, I haven't either. I don't know.
1: Maybe it was just, yeah.
3: <laughs> Christian, welcome back to the podcast.
1: My favourite sisters. Thanks for having me.
3: What an unexpected visit. That's that's exactly the word, <laughs>
2: unexpected. <laughs> what is happening?
1: Well, I was watching your Instagram stories last night and couldn't help but relate to what you were doing and where you were at the time. So I thought I'd share with Sarah a little story.
3: And I was mind blown. I was taking screenshots and sending it to Tully and David because I had read about a ghost myth of this, the LaRundle asylum we were at last night. And I didn't know you had any idea about it, but then you slid in. So can you tell everyone your story?
1: That I can, that I can. So obviously um, on the topic of the Rundle, when I saw that on your story last night and started sending them over to you, I was like, you are going to die when I say this. So we, like a long time ago, we were sitting around uh, at, a, at a friend's house, we were having a couple of beers. We were pretty young and we were having a couple of beers and it was, you know, it wasn't too far from where we grew up
0: mm-hmm.
1: and one of the girls was like, Oi, we should go and um, check this out tonight. And we were all like, what even is that place? Like, what is that? So, you know, after like a little bit of debating, another couple of beers, we were like, oh, fuck it, let's go. So we got there and it's like, you, well, you know, it was... the it was late when we were there. It would have been like midnight.
2: And this is before it was demolished.
3: Yeah, the building before was intact. It was demolished.
1: Yeah. So it was like really full on. So we, started, we got there, we jumped the fence, we started walking around, we had some torches and oh, no. that kind of stuff. And it was pitch black and the walls were, you know, covered in graffiti. There's holes in walls, windows are broken. It's really eerie in there, especially when it's like pitch black and dead silent. Yep. So, I'm already
3: scared
1: listening to this. <laughs> oh God. Um, you know, we jump a fence, we walk through, we're going through doors, we're looking in all the rooms, you know, there's there's like still remnants of what people have left there, like over No the
2: way. Years.
1: Yeah. So we were like, okay, this is like this is getting a bit creepy. We started to hear things in there. We're no, like, way. no, not. Nah. So then, you know, one of the girls one of the girls kind of, like, slid off to the side and then she put her hair, like, over her head, like, over the front of her face, like, you know, in the ring. Yes, the yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, she goes and squats down in a corner, <gasps> goes and squats down and then makes, like, a sound. So one of the boys, like, put a torch on her and then she, like, lit up and everyone freaked out because we thought that that character from the ring was there. <gasps> Turns out it was just one of our mates. But... We start walking through, we keep walking through, keep walking through, and then there was like you could kind of tell what areas were what by, oh, like, really? yeah, by the way things were set up.
3: Can you explain that more? I'll just say what do you mean by that? So yeah,
1: It's like normal rooms and there was rooms with doors that had like peephole windows in them so you could see oh. them from the outside. And then there was like... There was I'll never forget this one room that we went into that was full tiled to the ceiling and there was a bath built into the middle of there's a bath built into the middle of the room so it's obviously like built like that to you know to to bathe women who potentially don't want to bathe or something, so there's enough room around oh,
3: them. I've, I've seen a room like that on one of the Netflix series last year that everyone was watching about. That nurse yeah Uh Yeah, I know what you're yeah. talking about. Whoa. And it
1: was, so, um, so then, like, we kept walking through. Then there's, like, rooms with bunks and, like, all these rooms are still intact, but, like, they're fucked. Because, yeah. like, squatters have been living in there, people have been through, like, there's broken bottles everywhere, graffiti all over the walls. And then we got outside of this one like balcony, and it was like a room with a balcony and a brick wall, and there was all these kids' toys, like <gasps> everywhere, like toys like like stuffed toys of like dolls, blow up like blow- up things, bikes, like all this stuff. We were like, all right, maybe this is our cue to leave, because this is like
2: that's fucking weird."
1: This is like getting to the point where it's like a little bit fucked up, and it was at the point where it was like. We're probably going to get some sort of like haunted repercussion from this because it's like you can feel it, like it's around. Yeah. You know what I did mean, you,
3: did you believe in ghosts and spirits before you went there?
1: Um, I don't, I like to be honest with you, I, I can't really answer that because it was so long ago, I don't, mm. really know what I yeah. even, I don't even know what I was then, but yeah, um, you know, so we like. We we're like picking up these toys and like looking at them. And then I was oh,
3: like,
1: nah. oh, like a bit too much. Like picking up like a stuffed toy, stuffed doll with like hair and everything. We're like, oh, this is a bit much. Let's get out of here. So then we left and then it would have been maybe in like in our group chats, it, then it was like, oh, there's this other one that we should go to. Uh, I think it was out near like Sunshine or something. Was like, there, oh, should- there
2: was one in Sunbury. Yeah, there was one in Sunbury,
1: yeah. Maybe that was it, yeah. And we're like, oh, we should go there, we should go there. So the next, like, the next night we all jumped in the cars and drove out to that one. No. And then we were like, oh, you know, there was a huge fence at the front. We jumped it and then it was like, oh, mate, this is a really long drive. Like, this one's a little bit freakier because, like, we're not close to the cars if we need to bail or anything. So maybe we'll, like, maybe we won't do this one.
2: So did you go in or you didn't go in?
1: No, we didn't go into that one because, like, okay. the fence was so high the girls couldn't climb it. So we were like,
3: mm-hmm. oh.
1: So anyway... My parents had a trampoline in their backyard. Yeah. One day, I walked out to the trampoline, and this may have been like within the week. Mm -hmm. And I walked out to the trampoline, and I was jumping on the trampoline, and I bounced, and I did like it. I turned around, and I looked up into my parents' ensuite window, and there was a little girl, like in the window, with like brown hair and in a white dress, and I was like, "What the fuck? Like that can't be real." I looked away. Like turned, looked away, looked back, and she was still there. And I was no. like, "I was like, wow!" Like, I just got full goosebumps from this. I was like, "Look at that!" Anyway, oh my god! I Could you see like, her face?
3: Like, did she look sad or anything?
1: Well, I I was so far away from her, but this it was like just emotionless. It was just like she was yeah. just standing there with her arms by herself, like, looking out the window at me. Like, so you would imagine that it would be like. On the sad scale of things.
2: Yeah. And she wasn't holding any toys or anything.
1: No, I wasn't holding anything. Was just kind of standing there. It was almost like she was looking at me, being like, giving my toys back. No. <sighs> anyway, and what so was, I was she like, dressed in? Just in a white dress. White dress. Yeah. So I was like, whoa. But she would have been, she couldn't have been older than eight years old.
2: Mm. I just want to go, but go back to maybe when you younger, were younger, actually, maybe six. Oh fuck. When you were back at that at the place that I don't like talking about. But you said you had all these weird emotions. Do you do feel anything come past you? Like, did she come in? You, like, you know when you're like... Nah, it
1: was it was more just like you could Root tell bones. that you just weren't in there alone.
3: All okay. right, yeah, okay. But that's ex- it wasn't a, it that's wasn't exactly how I described it to Dave last night. I was like, <sighs> we're not in here alone. Like, I did feel someone touching my leg. And well, then I was like, but I, I feel... Totally no, I was in the car. I was like
1: oh. you didn't even go in.
2: No, I didn't go into the room. You didn't. I went on the property and once they were going in that little black room I was like nah fuck that. I had the weirdest thing in my chest like like I, I think it was just scared, like anxiety and I thought I was going to have a panic attack, but I think it was just me generally being
3: scared. I was like I'm not going in there. And I said to Dave I feel like someone's watching me and he he explained the energy there like it's different to say an old jail site where people were aggressive and angry and like might play with you. He's like, this was a mental asylum. So they they're much more reserved as people and very sad.
1: Yeah, okay. No, well that makes sense, right? Yeah.
3: Yeah.
2: So going back, sorry, going back to your house, you saw her in the window. And then Sarah was saying you saw her again.
1: So I was like, I was like, okay, that's that was that was strange. Like yeah. Really no, I've never like never seen a ghost, you know. Did you tell right. your parents? Uh, no, because then they would have been like, why? And then I would have had to explain to them. Mm-hmm.
3: them. Oh, yeah, true.
1: That would have been like, you're a dickhead. So uh-huh. then I was, I jumped in my car and I was maybe like a week later, I was reversing out my driveway. So I was reversing up the driveway mm-hmm. and I had like my hand on the back of the seat looking over my shoulder, like reversing out. And when I, when I like turned to reverse, she was standing behind the car, like, <gasps> maybe maybe 10 metres behind the car.
2: Oh, nah, 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 nah,
3: nah. And no. I kind
1: of, like, I kind of just stopped the car because I didn't really know what to do. I was like, obviously, you can't run a ghost over, but if I...
3: You don't want to be that, like, person who, who would run how, a ghost over.
2: How no, clear was... Yeah. yeah, how clear oh, like, was she? Like, like... a person like,
1: clear. Like, 3D, clear... Fuck as, off. Straight up. Like, I've never no,
2: seen a ghost, so I've got no idea. Wow,
1: And I was like, fuck, because I I mean, first glance, I thought there was someone standing there. So I, I like, was like, what the fuck? And then I stopped because I realized it was the same chick from the window.
2: And wearing the same thing, like that white the dress.
1: Thing, hair, exactly the same, same expression, everything.
3: So then what? Did she just disappear?
1: Then I, Then I turned back and faced the front and then I turned around again and she was gone. And the driveway thing happened three times.
2: No, you saw in the driveway three times.
1: Three times in the same spot in the driveway. And I could only put it down to maybe it was a link to maybe some sort of a car like accident or something with that child. Well, maybe
2: maybe she felt safe and wanted to come home with you. That's the thing
3: Dave said last night. No, that's true. Last night I was doing all this research on ghosts and saying how go- ghosts can attach to you and follow you home. And we are talking about about that and he was like, no, I did this like energy and prayer thing that no ghost will attach to us while we're here. And even when we were down in the room, he was saying like, don't worry, he's not going to follow you because like we've set our boundaries straight that he can't. So I think she's followed you home. She took a
2: fancy to you or she felt (laughs) safe (laughs) or she just wanted to scare the shit out of you. Or she could predict but, the future and knew that this was going to come on Curious Conversations.
1: <laughs> maybe that's probably more like Yeah, I think so. But then I, I I, did similar to you, Sarah. I was like opening my computer, like Googling how to get rid of a ghost. Did yeah. you?
2: And, and what it was, did it say? So
1: it was like when you feel the presence of the spirit, you have to be, you know, you have to say like, hi, I, I acknowledge yeah. the fact that you are here, but... Yeah would you please leave? You're invading my space now, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, and, and
3: then, you did that?
1: And then I never saw the guys ever again.
3: Wow.
1: Yeah, but every time I go back to Melbourne, I go to mum and dad's, I'm like out in the back, like look up at the window just to be like. Oh, Do you? you Wait,
3: how old were you?
1: We would have been like 19, I think. Oh,
2: shit, so you were 18, young. 19, yeah. So this morning when I got my morning coffee ads, he's like one of our Brewster's he's amazing. He will listen to this podcast. So shout out to ads. But he was saying that he's been there too because he grew, uh, he went to school out there and they've been in there as well. I didn't get any stories off him, but I think there's been a lot of people that have yeah. like trespassed. Yeah,
1: I think it was like a bit of a thing. Like, Yeah. To- my
2: sister-in-law has done it before and she was like, it's the scariest place I've ever been in my life. Yeah, I'm never going to go back. I mean, there's not much left of it, but like.
1: So have they fully demolished it or like,
3: Got the facade at the front halfway, yeah, and a few rooms like underneath, still down intact, which Dave and I went into. And then in the
2: dark, there's areas that like you guys wanted to go on, but I was like, um, I'm pretty sure that's going to collapse on you, like it's not safe at all. And again, it is fenced, so we snuck through a little gap. And yeah, fair to say, I will be not doing anything like that ever again.
1: You should do it though, Tyle, because obviously you've got a fear of it. So maybe... It would be no, nice. but
2: okay. So one thing. So I kept saying, I, and this has happened to me before, I'm uber sensitive to like um, other people's emotions and I'm like a bit of an empath. And I literally, as soon as we walked into... You know, when we walked into that, we walked in and then walked under that thing when I was like, oh my God, I've got goosebumps everywhere. Yeah. When I we walked into this like shelter bit, like it wasn't enclosed, but it was kind of enclosed, my whole body, I just got goosebumps and it wasn't cold and I was like, oh, my God, Dave, I have goosebumps and then that's when my chest was like tightening. Really? That's, and he said it's because I'm sensitive to emotions and he said it's a really sad place, so you're probably feeling that energy and I just freaked myself out. That's why I was like, I'm never doing that again. Dave did also say that on the other side of fear is freedom. He did say that, but I was like, fuck that, I'm going in the car. <laughs> I, I did, and I sat in the car and just waited.
3: Well, your story made my night last night. Fair to say, though, I didn't have the greatest sleep last night. I slept like a log. Yeah, I knew you would. Well, I did two workouts yesterday, so that was probably why, but I slept so well, like, fine. But your ghost story last night, Christian, made my night.
1: <laughs> yeah, it was, look, at the time it was, when we were in there, as I said, it was like, it was so eerie in there like oh. you could just tell that some fucked up shit has gone on in that place
2: yeah one you went in there when it was dark as well i
3: would also be scared of squatters like i would have been petrified i was telling tal and david that the place was one of the first places in the world to trial the um drug lithium lithium on, yeah, lithium, on um as an antidepressant as on medication. medication really so yeah
1: I have that in my camera batteries, lithium. What does it That's do? That's what
3: I said. I was like, yeah, what is so what it? It runs um, electric cars as well. Mm, it yeah, does. It makes
1: my batteries last longer. So what did it do to the people? Oh,
2: cool. who knows? No, Dave said it was an antidepressant. Yeah. So it calms them down and makes them, I suppose, happier in a way. But I don't know how they use it. Do they inhale it? No idea. Anyway, don't get any ideas, <laughs> anyone. Um, but thank you so much for coming on. That was interesting slash so fucking scary.
1: Thanks for having me.
2: Of
3: course.